Hey everyone, Anil from Live, Breathe, Believe. Fake it till you make it. Say what? This can be an uneasy topic, including for me, for anyone, until you start to pull back the layers and delve into what this can actually mean for you. I'm actually now excited about this topic and to share it with all of you. I am definitely not gonna encourage anyone to be an imposter. But if your motivation is genuine and you put in the work, the process will lead you to genuine results. Else, someone will end up calling out on your bullshit if you're actually not being real. Fred, a friend of mine and a coach in Zurich, explore this topic in three ways, changes in mood, careers, and hobbies. This topic definitely struck a chord within me on many levels as I reflect on the intent of changes I've made in my own life. I hope this strikes the right chord with you. Feel free to watch this on YouTube or to carry on listening through the podcast. And remember, pay this forward, share with friends, with family, anyone that can benefit. Know you to be you. This is Anil. Enjoy this chat. Hey, Fred, Anil from Live, Breathe, Believe. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Anil, I'm good. How are you? Hey, I'm good, thanks. Um, just almost nearly lost sight of what day of the week it was, so I'm glad that I've realized it is Thursday and it's not mm-hmm. Wednesday and we're one day closer to the weekend. Um, I uh, So I've already posted that this conversation is coming out today, uh, or sorry, this week, and uh, it's something that you raised to me on chat, which is fake it till you make it. Yep. And uh, I responded saying, ooh, I'm excited because we were kind of saying this as we were both probably crashing for the day. And uh, I think the next morning I sent you a picture of a goldfish with a shark fin attached. And it yeah, said, yeah. Uh, you know, that's a great uh, image. Yeah, man. And, and so, folks, you're going to see that. Don't worry, that's going to get posted as we launch this, mm-hmm. this episode. Um, but, Fred, kind of tell me what um, – because I'm actually going to let you steer the ship today for this conversation. All right. Um, yeah. So tell me what what brought it on and and – where you'd like it to go. Um, so I think fake it till you make it is an interesting expression. Uh, I've thought about it and it seems like there are some situations where it's very helpful and appropriate, but it sounds wrong to some people. And I also think there are some situations where it can be unhelpful. So as it's you know posted online and you see this thing, as just a soundbite, I get interested in those sound bites. I know it strikes a nerve with people. And so I want to untangle it a little bit and get to the bottom of like, when is something good advice? When is something bad advice? Who for, you know, what's the difference, that kind of thing. So just to continue on that, what I've thought about is, of course, at the superficial level, some people go like, yeah, fake it till you make it. That's how you roll. That's how you go about doing things. And then that sounds very superficial. And some people say, well, no, that, that's wrong. You know, faking it is wrong. It lacks authenticity. It's self-delusional and so on. Um, so I thought of a couple of occasions where it seems to work very well and where I think it's appropriate. And one is in terms of changing your mood. Uh, it's debatable to what extent you control your mood, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe that you should accept the way you're feeling and not deny certain emotions or energy states. But at the same time, if you can say, oh, now I'm going to 
fake it till I make it in terms of enhancing my mood. I'm going to go out and I'm going to smile and I'm going to say hi to people I, I meet. And then half an hour later, I'm going to notice how my mood has changed. And I think a lot of people find that works. And then the question is, what, what the hell could possibly be wrong with, with enhancing your mood in that way by, you know, lifting yourself up a little bit, cheering yourself up. There is actually research that says, of course, not only do we smile when we're happy, but putting on a smile physically uh, has that kind of inverse impact on, on our mood. So that works and I don't see anything wrong with it. And I think it's great to get in control of your emotions and your energy without being dishonest about what you're feeling in a certain moment, making an effort to enhance and change it. So that's at the micro level. And then at the grander scale, there's something about, for example, changing careers, right? And you go into a totally new field. And uh, if you commit to that change, and you say, I am going to become an expert in this, then it's great to just immerse yourself in that. And I've seen this work for uh, a number of people. And they immerse themselves in that. And they kind of pretend to be experts before they are technically experts. You know, something like that. They just get ahead of themselves a little bit uh, and put themselves there straight away rather than sitting on the fence. And I think that's also very powerful and there's nothing wrong with that. That's on the positive side of fake it till you make it. Should I go on or? Well, let, let's pause. Cause I've, mm -hmm. no, I mean, yeah, because I... Um... We've got two changes and I kind of like where, where the theme could be going in terms of changing your mood, changing your career. I want to maybe dig a bit deeper at the start in terms of, so what, you know, cause I've said to folks, this, this actually makes me feel uneasy and uncomfortable. You know, there's always a pro and a con to something, right? So to change your mood, for example, the pro is it has that inverse impact. So if you smile, you are going to release dopamine. You are actually going to feel good. You are going to, you know, lift your spirits. The concern I have with it is it's almost masking what's happening below. And if I take, you know, as, as an American, I think a lot of people say, you know, when they hear an American go, Hey, how are you today? Oh, I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. I'm not too bad. And like, you know, an, an typical opening between myself and a, and a Brit. And, you know, they always go, yeah, but Neil, like, are you really great? And I'm like, well, you know, no, there's shit going on in the background, but like, I still, you know, I still feel great. And they might think he's not being authentic. Mm. He's masking something that's going wrong. And how do you just kind of maybe help me stick there for a few minutes? How yeah. do you almost ensure that folks don't brush aside how they feel, mask how they feel, but they're using this opportunity to change their mood um, in a positive way? Right. So th that's the kind of the other side that I didn't cover. So that's where both our minds were going. Uh, and it applies both to the small and the big. Uh, so I think if you start with the emotions, it is exactly as you say, if someone is going around day in, day out, week in, week out, just pretending to be happy when that's not how they feel and answering dishonestly questions about how they're feeling, how they're doing, how things are going, uh, then I do think there is a disconnect there. And that would be a disservice to oneself to not be honest about what's going on in the body and in the mind right now. Mm -hmm. That becomes 
a bit delusional over time and doesn't help someone. So it's something like in the first scenario, you, you notice how you're genuinely feeling. You put in a prescription against that. You can say, okay, now I'm going to try to boost my mood by smiling and jumping up and down. Mm-hmm. And you try that for 30 minutes and you check in again and you say, yeah, that actually worked. You know, I can change my energy state. I can change my mood. Now I can honestly say that I'm feeling something. So with awareness, you go back and forth between pumping yourself up and checking in how you're feeling. The other part would be, you know, constantly pretending that's jumping to the negative side of things, constantly pretending that I'm happy when in fact I'm not. And I'm not taking the time to check in and I'm not taking the time to be honest between these attempts to pump myself up. And I'm not admitting to anyone how I genuinely feel. Then it goes from, I think one side it's about overcoming, let's say a fear or an anxiety or a certain energy profile. And on the other side, it's about exactly as you said, masking something, uh, repressing something, not being honest about how it's feeling. So you know, if, if, if we dig a little deeper this way, I, I think it's possible to discern what's the genuine helpful way to do it and when would it cross over into something um, more delusional or uh, self-deceptive. I love that. So let me now kind of translate that into what it means to me. So I'm kind of translating as, okay, you're doing so if, if you're actually trying to do this to actually change your mood and lift yourself up in an honest way, you're doing something. And you're therefore checking in and going, okay, I feel shitty. I feel down. I feel burnt out. I feel whatever. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do I'm actually going to go for a run, or I'm going to watch a funny sitcom, or I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something that I believe will help change my mood. And then 30 minutes later, however long later, I'm going to check back in and go, okay, do I feel something? And if the answer is yes, I feel better. That feeling of anxiety or stress or burnt out or has passed. Ah, okay. I'm, I'm able to now, okay, hey, there's shit going on around me, but like I actually feel better for having done something. So in a way, it's like you're, you're, you're faking it. But, you're, but by doing something, doing something mm. real, yeah. um, as opposed to if you're pretending and you're not being real, you're almost kind of either distracting or uh, distancing yourself from really what's going on. You're not checking in, you're not reflecting, and you're going to end up being, you know, you're going to feel shittier and you're, you're going to bring your mood down. And yeah, if you try to smile and try to mask it, it, it it's meaningless. Yeah. So by doing something, you're giving it meaning. By not doing anything, you're not giving it meaning. So again, you're, you're pretending it, you're, you're faking it till you make it by to, to give it meaning, to, to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Look, that mm-hmm. makes sense. That makes sense. And to complete that picture, I feel like now we have kind of two boxes, right? It's the big and the small, mm-hmm. and it's the right way to do it and the wrong way to do it. And, and the box that we haven't covered then is for the big stuff like the career change, uh, fake it until you make it in the bad way the delusional, the self-deceptive way would be, again, pretending to be an expert on something while not making an effort to become an expert, for example. Yeah. So let's now dive into that one, changing career. Mm -hmm. And knowing that we can always go back to changing mood because moods change. So 
I'm going to use myself as, as an example. So for the last, let's say 10 years, I, my, 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 my foundation has been a consultant. So I'm versatile. I'll pick up different situations, issues, and kind of tackle it. And, um, you know, in my most recent role, you know, it's football, European football. And let's be honest, don't know anything about football. So coming to this role, people ask me, Anil, do you even know football? Do you even love football? I'm like, honest to God, no, but I'll figure it out. There are other fundamentals I have, but do I know football? No. And I was honest about that. And then I would obviously like watch games, go to games, read up on it, speak to people about it, immerse myself in it. Now, knowing that I'm never going to be an expert compared to someone who's lived, breathed, believed it since they were a kid. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I, in order to have an informed conversation, I want to immerse myself. Mm-hmm. Similar page of what you're talking about or? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. And then, you know, you can start to live it, right? Yes. And, and that's where jumping into it, and you said immerse as well, you know, I think that's the right attitude because you are perhaps then, and I don't know in your case, but like pretending to be a little bit more of an expert, you know, on that Thursday evening, did you really mostly want to watch the game or would you rather have done something else? And you choose to watch the game because it's part of making you an expert or, or knowledgeable and competent in this field. Uh, so you're kind of pretending to be more interested in football than you were a year ago, but that's also making you more interested and it's making you more competent. And then you look back like 10 years later, you have a ton of experience in that field. And I think you're happy that you committed to it early on because the other extreme would have been not to ever commit to it always to get stuck in the previous story of going around telling colleagues like, oh, I don't know anything about this, you know, I'm not going to pretend to know anything about this. You go on telling you that story for a few years, then you learn less. It's fair. And if I think back to our last conversation on failure is rewarding, I think something I've, I've found a bumpy road in the last 12 months in this new role is like being comfortable to fail at it and not mm. like if someone questions me, well, are you really an expert? What do you know about going, Oh shit, I actually don't know that. Mm-hmm. And like actually allowing myself to, to fail, to fall on my face. And, and actually yep. that happened to me in the middle of the year, we were giving a presentation to the VP on football. And genuinely I felt like I was talking out of my ass. Like I was like, I I'm, I'm saying this stuff because I've rehearsed it and prepped it. My friends, you know, after we finished the presentation, I messaged my buddy on it, you know, and I was like, Hey, can you coach me on this? Can you help me out on this? Cause I do feel like, and I put a lot of pressure on myself. And I think you know, the intent was there, the positive intent was there, but I, I felt like I was faking it. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, okay, I can only fake it for so long until that failure starts to be not rewarding, but actually the opposite. Um, yeah, yeah. Punishing. Mm. And, uh, so I, I guess maybe what, what what's your take on that? So when, when yeah, do you yeah. find the right balance between, you know, faking it to reward rather than faking it until you get punished? I think it's great. Maybe that's actually what made me think of this topic following our last conversation. Because uh, it's something about a process of developing and learning, where sometimes you fail and you learn from that and you try harder. And the point here is something like you jump to the conclusion. Or it's a bit like, you know, dress for the job you want, not the job you have, mm-hmm. unless you're an accountant who wants to be a stripper. Hey, what? <laughs> okay. Well, you haven't heard that? <laughs> We're trying to check and see if I was paying attention. You got yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair play. No. 
Yeah, so there, there's something about, you know, similar putting a tie on or something like that, if, if that's how certain people at the company dress. Uh, I, I've heard people have uh, success with that. So it's something about getting ahead of yourself, um, thinking of yourself as an expert before you are an expert while doing the work of getting there. So quick, quick uh, sidestep. So I actually, um, uh, before COVID, so this is yeah, 2019, close friend and I, we go where we work together, we're going to uh, meet an account in Liverpool. And uh, we've talked about my wardrobe. And so she's like, Hey, can I help you out with it? And I was like, Yeah, sure. She's like, Are you open to it? And I was like, Yeah, sure. She's like, What's your budget? I was like, Go easy, but let's see what happens. We walk out of that store and I spent nearly 1400 pounds, right? <laughs> all the number of articles, you'd be like, Anil, the cost per unit. Anyways. Yeah. I wore this sweatshirt and it was a really cool kind of like colorful black, you know, uh, sweatshirt and had, you know, this word written across it. So this is where I go into the office wearing it the next day. And like this buddy of mine, he's like, dude, you're wearing Aries. Nice, man. That's awesome. Aries. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what Aries who like the, like the star sign. Yeah. And yeah. Like, oh, no, that. And so I, I lit, that's when the first time I looked at the sweatshirt and like, it says Aries. I looked at the tag. Aries brand. I'm like, Oh, so Aries is a good brand. He's like, yeah, man, it's actually really cool. So you know, this guy's a, like, a, into, like sneaker culture and all that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I literally walked him. I'm like, dude, I just wore it. Cause it's cool. And somebody pointed it out. Yeah, um, yeah. But like, you know what I mean? But like, so initially I'm like, I'm being honest and forthright. Like, Hey, I'm, I am pretending here. Like this mm -hmm. is not my real wardrobe, but like, then as I wore it and I appreciate it, I was like, okay, actually this is cool. And then I asked my friend, like, how can I do more with this maybe simple non-branded clothing? So I'm not a total idiot, but you know, I, I get, <laughs> but because I really, I mean, not that I was dressing for the job I wanted, but I, I did want to shake up the wardrobe and see kind of what it felt like. And, and, and it felt great, but I'll be mm. honest, at the same time, like I realized maybe a year later now in COVID, like in COVID times, I'm not wearing those articles as much. Some of them I am, but, but not in the way they're intended to be worn for like okay. someone who's proper, like sneaker expert, or like, you know, that kind of like that subculture expert or, mm. um, so yeah, so I, I feel like, yep, done the job, career change, done the wardrobe change, um, faked it for a period of time until I realized either I can't make it or uh, I can make it and I can build on it. Yeah, yeah. That's a very interesting one. Yeah. I was thinking about that earlier as well because, you know, maybe you had this experience too. In, in high school, people change styles a lot. Yeah. You know, someone is like all into the heavy metal and then they come back from from summer holidays and they look like a gangster rapper uh, that that was the case even in sweden 20 25 right, years laughing ago about that, yeah like, yeah know, heavy metal and then you know rapper i'm like right they're going through a music genre shift it was, exactly no it was uh, huge in the culture you know people adopt these identities and and it's sometimes seen as inauthentic where in fact i think most teenagers don't know you know who, who they are in some sense and experimenting is one way to find out. So we try on different styles and then maybe it stabilizes around some, some values or some friends, but changing the style of clothes, I think is great to do, you know, and hopefully we're not judged too much by our surroundings in terms of trying something out, seeing how it makes us feel, trying to fit in, trying to stand out using clothes or anything else to to um, learn more about our identity you know i i agree and i i wrote that down i wrote down so this is kind of sketched i'm like identity real authentic and i kind of did why 
Mm. Is it because of your values? Is it because of your friends? Is it because of trends? And I feel like if you know why you've done it, you know, and the reasons are right for you. So you're faking it until you made it because it's right for you. Rather you're doing it for others to be validated, to be accepted, to please others, to, I feel that suddenly the intention behind why you're faking it till you make it is much stronger. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, changing your career, changing your mood. So if your mood change, your career change has a positive intent mm -hmm. uh, and you're not just trying to like, you know, be a bullshitter and try to skirt by. Exactly. Yeah. I think suddenly then if someone asks you, Hey, why did you change your wardrobe? Oh, dude, because everyone else is. Oh, okay, at least you're honest. Fair play. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, because this is the thing, man. This is what I need to be doing. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. why? Mm. If you can't answer the why in a way that's relevant and right for you, yeah, exactly, you're yes. gonna you're gonna be called out as a as a fake. Exactly. And it makes me think of another couple of points on, on this topic. One is about, you know, hobbies, which might be somewhere in between how you dress and and your professional career in terms of we spend some time there and it defines us to some extent. Uh, someone said, uh, I don't enjoy skydiving, but I really like hanging out with people who like skydiving. And it's kind of cute, right? <laughs> you think about it, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if it was true or if it was just a way of saying, because in that particular case, it also relates to courage. And courage is one of the areas, as has been pointed out, where, where being it and faking it are actually the same thing, right? The saying goes that courage is not the absence of fear, but it's about acting despite the fear in the face of fear or something like that. Um, so I think it's also a good example. Courage is a good example of fake it till you make it. And it might apply to certain hobbies where you want to associate with a certain type of person because it brings something out in you. You might not be there. You know, you might be an introvert among extroverts, but it brings something out in you and it helps you to get over something, for example. So personal example on that front. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you, if you knew this, but like, I mean, you're just, you're ticking my boxes, man. Like in terms of hobbies. So triathlons, right? It was a drunken conversation in uh, October of 2013. And seven years later, uh, I'm still doing it. And I realized in the first couple of years, uh, up until maybe actually last year, I was doing it to fit in. I was doing hmm. it to fit in with my buddies, to keep up with my buddies, to get better, to show their improvement. Because every time I improved, like I would get that positive reinforcement, mate, you're the most valuable player, you're, you're the most improved, you're the most improved. And I'm like, I fed off that. And mm. I was training and running and feeding off it because it allowed me to fit in with my friends and do something with them, travel with them, participate in activity with them, achieve something with them. And I feel that in the last 12 months going into COVID and even the last two months, I realized that this is about me. When I mm. train, if it's about me and my gains and where I want it to go, what it means to me, I can speak more to it. So when friends have been asking me like, why are you crazy enough to do an Ironman? I'm like, you know, I don't say, well, cause my friends are doing it. So I'm doing it. Or yeah. I'm giving my buddy company. It's like, no, because it's a test for me. It's a milestone for me. It's benefiting me. And I think, again, it goes back to, so I immersed myself in it, got a coach, yep. you know, seven plus hours a week of training. So I think you're right, mate. I think I wanted to associate and, but I was like, okay, so I did kind of in a sense, fake it till I made it. Like I finished the competition, mm. another one. And it, you know, and, but I think that the, 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 the actual time I spend in it means more to me now in that hobby because I appreciate it for me 
not for them. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a nice point. It sounds like what you're saying there is that fake it till you make it. It's also the route to mastery. Like well, you are not an expert when you start playing the piano. In some sense, you cannot call yourself a piano player. Or, you know, it might sound weird. Um, but then as time goes by, you find the different nuances of it. You find different things interesting. You learn more about yourself and things become more meaningful as we get better. So, you know, that, that's, yeah, it sounds to me like the, the route to mastery and then the activity becomes more meaningful with the years. I agree. It, it, the, the activity becomes meaningful and what you achieve and learn along the way becomes much more meaningful. Mm. And I'll be honest, the pain <laughs> that you might go through if you're going through a physical exertion or even a mental exertion mm -hmm. or spiritual suddenly means more. They're, they're your notches. They're your scratches. They're your um, bruises. Um, you're no longer an imposter because, and I think the funny thing is no one's mm. expecting anyone to truly be an expert. I mean, someone will always know maybe one thing more than you. So mm -hmm. your, sure. your motivation is I want to be an expert in this field. Cool. But if it's like, cause I want to be the best, and I don't want anyone to challenge me and I don't want anyone to, then I think you've gone down the wrong path. I think if, if you're always open to learning and knowing that that's, I think what, ex, I think in my opinion, the best experts aren't the ones that talk the most. They're the experts that listen, absorb, understand, and feel further the, the knowledge and understanding of others. As a, in addition to their own, as opposed to trying to use it to, to inflate their ego. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I think we've talked about ego. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's all connected. Yeah. All connected. No, true. So change mood, change career, change hobbies. Where else are your thoughts going with it? Um, I think those, those were the main areas. And in terms of delineating that, that we might have certain things that come from, from a fear, anxiety, or a hesitance to change, and then fake it till you make it can be the push in the back that we need to, you know, to, to don those cycling tights for the first few times, right? And to just say, no, I'm, I'm a cyclist now, or I'm a triath triathlete, and, and to commit to that. And calling that fake it till you make it, I think is quite funny and apt and useful. I love it. In, in all of those fields. Uh, and, and I guess I come back to this point that it's about if it's part of a process, it's justified. If it's just a story to tell oneself, mm. to pretend to be happy, uh, to pretend to be interested in something, to pretend to be an expert in something and telling that story to other people, then, then it just seems, you know, deceptive and inauthentic. Um, that, that's probably the distinction I'd make. No, I, I think that, as you say to me, I think you sum that up well. I think it's the push that allows you to become it, commit to it, immerse yourself in it. Um, if it is part of your process, to, to, you know, they always say like the ends justify the means, you know, if, if the means are meaningful, the process is meaningful to you, it's genuine, then happy days have at it. Um, you'll benefit and others will be hopefully better as a result of it too. If it's part of a narrative, part of a story, and we've talked about this too, as soon as you start feeding yourself bullshit and you start speaking and talking bullshit, eventually yep. you get called out on your bullshit, right? 
Yeah. And, uh, that's, I think when you rightly said, people are going to call you out, like you're an imposter, like you're, and I think that's, that's a fine, that's, I don't want to say that's a fine balance, but I think that's maybe why I felt a bit uneasy about this conversation to start with is because I've, I've always done things as I just exemplified here, uh, to fit in, to mm. get validation, to be accepted, to please. And those are all saboteurs. So mm. it's like, it's ironic. Like you're doing these things, but you're just sabotaging yourself in the process. So how are you going to benefit? How are you going to gain and grow? But as soon as you kind of remove those saboteurs and you really embrace what it is you're doing and why you're doing it, how you're doing it, it, it that, that meaning takes on a whole new angle and it propels you forward and helps you grow. And only then you'll be willing to, you know, step out of your comfort zone, go into that pain zone, go into that failure zone and eventually land in that rewarding zone and, uh, and, and be someone who's able to kind of share that experience with others and hope that they can benefit from it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, man. Fred, any other thoughts? Uh, no, I think that's it. Cool, man. I, I think the, the goldfish that dons the shark fin, um, I would share this conversation with the goldfish. We all know the memories of a goldfish are, so it'd probably be like, first off, why is there this fin on me? Um, <laughs> But uh, I really appreciate this conversation because what you've done is you've helped me understand something that does make me feel uneasy. Uh, whenever anyone questions me, even around live, breathe, believe and know yourself to be yourself, I sometimes go, okay, but I am taking my own medicine. Like I'm not trying to just talk about this stuff for people, for people's sake. Like I'm actually doing it because ironically, mm, yes. I'm reminding myself hoping that it, you know, it helps me in, in the process of helping me, it helps others. So thank you for helping me today and helping uh, settle my slight anxiety and unease about this topic and, and in a sense, almost destigmatizing it for me. So Anil, football director, triathlete and podcaster. Sure. Yeah. At your service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, now, if you ask me, you know, who won the, the, the game and who's at the top of the fixtures on the weekend, please don't. Oh, <laughs> thank God for Google. <laughs> Hey, Fred, as always, a pleasure, buddy. Thank you so much, man. Um, hey, for those that are listening, feel free to follow Fred on LinkedIn, on Instagram. Find him on his website, you know, fredsamantha.com. Um, he's helping me. I'm sure he's going to help you. Thank you so much, Fred. Have a wonderful afternoon and uh, look forward to catching you next time. Same to you. Thank you for those kind of Hey, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that. Remember, it's all about doing something. It's about the intent. If the intent and motivation is genuine and you put in the work, the process will lead you to where you want to be. You got to immerse yourself. It can't just be faking it, just trying to get by because you will get called out. I promise you it will happen. Enjoy. Take care. Big hugs. Heaps of love. This is Anil from Live, Breathe, Believe. Take care.